Hey, I'm Jack. And I'm Maddie. And this is Getting There with Jack and Maddie. This is a podcast about the journey we're on. Maddie and I are in our mid-20s and working at Grace International School in Chiang Mai, Thailand. We're just a few steps ahead of the high schoolers we work with, and we want to share about our life experiences up to this point. We're not pretending to have all the answers, and we're definitely still figuring things out as we discover what it looks like to follow Jesus with our whole lives. You could say, we're getting there. Oh, hey, Maddie. Hey, Jack. Didn't see you there. Well, I've been sitting literally two feet in front of you. Well, I don't know. I still think we should do this more often. So, Maddie, (laughs) this is the last episode of this series. Oh, you scared me there for a second. Gotcha. (laughs) I was like, am I unemployed? You should see the look on your (laughs) face. Yes, this is the last episode of this series that we have been doing on spiritual habits. Okay. And for those of you who may have forgotten some amnesia, (laughs) we have been describing spiritual habits as the habits we put into place as followers of Jesus that open us up more fully to the love of God Mm -hmm. and to love other people. Mm -hmm. So Maddie, would you remind us really quick what some of these habits have been that we've been talking about? Yes, I would love to. We have covered rest, and in that episode, we talked about sleep and resting with God. We've talked about scripture, um, reading God's word. We've talked about silence and solitude and how they're different and how they go hand in hand. We've talked about prayer and how sometimes it just feels like a mystery, but also Mm -hmm. um, is a way to continue our relationship with Jesus. And then last week, we talked about mourning and celebrating. Yeah. So, Maddie, is this a complete or exhaustive list? Oh, no. 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 So there's actually a whole lot of other habits that we could have talked about. Like there's things like fasting mm-hmm. and simplicity and generosity. There's lots of things that we just didn't have time for. So the ones we picked doesn't mean like they're the best ones. Right, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, they, they were not even really the best. I think that we were just trying to offer a non-exhaustive but starter pack potentially of spiritual habits and ones that have maybe been most significant or challenging to us. And there is something to be said of there's certain practices that or habits that are almost like best practices in the Mm -hmm. sense of like they are pretty good ones to start with. Like for instance, prayer so much of our spiritual lives flow out of prayer. Mm -hmm. And so that is a pretty essential one. And we see that on display in scripture, but we also see that on display through church history, that men and women for the last 2000 years have made a priority out of regular prayer. Mm -hmm. And so some of these habits that you might see more often tend to be the ones that people just talk about because they've been really helpful at getting at some of the heart of what Jesus commands us to do through scripture. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, prayer is definitely significant. And yeah, I think the other one for me that is starting place is reading God's word, because Mm -hmm. I feel like for me, at least when I came to know Jesus for myself, reading God's word was the place that then I could identify God's character in other ways. And I then felt more like I could sit in silence and solitude because I was thinking through things through the lens of who I knew God to be. And I learned those things from sitting in the Word. Yeah. 
But again, as we've been describing spiritual habits from a pretty broad standpoint, as mm-hmm. just things we put into practice that open us up to love God and love mm-hmm. other people, there's lots of other things that can go into that. I mean, yeah. obviously service, like mm-hmm. making a regular habit out of serving other people. Mm-hmm. So my encouragement, if you're listening to this, is just to almost be creative with that. And yeah. I love keeping things broad because if the heart really is loving God and loving other people, there's lots of things that can mm-hmm. habitually cause us to, to do that more. Yeah. And even just like how we've talked about, I think probably in almost every episode about how these are stepping stones to deeper relationship. And right. just like with relationships with humans on earth, with friends or with family members, these are just like small things that we do over and over again in the long term scape of our relationship that we get to just grow in with Jesus. Mm -hmm. So Maddie, I have a question for you. Oh boy. This comes from me. Okay. Um, As we've been talking about these things, has there been anything that has surprised you? Hmm. I don't know if surprise is the way that I would respond, but I definitely have been the most challenged by Mm -hmm. our, our topic of rest Mm -hmm. and, um, I think just naturally my personality is more of a got to prove myself, got to do, 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 got to um, be the one that's, yeah, accomplishing things. And so the idea that in the kingdom of God, that God made me to need rest, to need yeah. sleep, to need pauses where I'm reminded that the world does not need me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that that has been the most humbling and convicting and especially like right now, like we are living overseas uh, because we believe that Jesus is worth living in obedience to him and just even the the secret pride that can come up in that. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I think that that one has been the most challenging and sweet for me because I think that there is a lot to offer from God in that space. Yeah, yeah, totally. What about you? Yeah, I think for me, one that is always surprising and challenging whenever I hear more about it or talk about it is silence and solitude Mm. that I don't think I can get enough of that because of how much I don't want it. (laughs) That there is serious effort for me to choose that space with God. I think it's easy for me to love noise and even good noise. Like I love worship music. I love reading God's word. And that's not noise in a negative sense. Um, Just neutral. Input. Like, yeah, input. Yeah, maybe that's the better word. Um, I love reading books, but sometimes I think being just stripped bare in front of God, which is mm-hmm. what silence and solitude does, when there's no noise, when there's no one around, it's just me and God, mm-hmm. that's a really vulnerable place for me. Yeah. And it's difficult. I find my mind going crazy. And so hear me when I say this, I am not the expert on any of these things, especially silence and solitude. (laughs) And so even as we were maybe talking about that a couple of weeks ago, I was really challenged by that Mm -hmm. of if I'm going to encourage other people to see this as a good thing to put into place in their life, I need to make sure that I'm believing that for my own life. Mm -hmm. And so that one is always a challenging and surprising concept to me of really how good it is Mm -hmm. and how I need to create that space to be with God. Yeah, yeah, that's good. 
Yeah. So even just as we are wrapping this up, I feel like there's just a few more disclaimers that we've made at the beginning of this series that we just want to reiterate. The first being doing these things will not make God love you more. Mm-hmm. And um, even just, yeah, the the idea of even doing them really, really well yeah. won't change God's affection towards you as his child. Yeah. Um, and just letting yourself hear those words and really believe them. That right. me spending five hours in silence and solitude every week has no bearing on God. Right. seeing me and loving me and caring for me and inviting me in deeper with him. Right. Uh, they can yeah. make us like open ourselves up more to God's love. And yes. I think that's been that is a good distinction. intentional language we've used. God's love doesn't change, mm-hmm. but we can more deeply experience his mm-hmm. love as we step into some of these things. Yeah. That's a really good distinction of our perception mm-hmm. might be what changes. Mm-hmm. Good, good idea. Uh, thought. Uh, another thought that we just want to clearly communicate is that this is a journey, and mm-hmm. um, hopefully, when we are in our 30s, when we are in our 40s, our 50s, our 70s, I skipped 60s, didn't mean to, um, I do know how to count, um, that we will progressively l- be doing these things in a deeper and more authentic and just an easier way, maybe like it, yeah. it requires less of us um, mm-hmm. because it's become such a habit mm-hmm. that it's no longer a, you know, I don't know, have to try so hard to, right. to make ourselves want to do it. Right. Um, and I feel like that's just so true of time with Jesus. The more time we spend with him, the more time we want to spend with him. So mm-hmm. just an invitation of this is, we are in this for the long haul and Lord willing, we will continue to be able to engage in these ways for the rest of our lives. Yeah. And I think I've seen that one in my life of most distinctly with prayer of just being frustrated. Like, didn't I learn in like elementary (laughs) school how to pray or whenever? Like, why is this still so hard for me? Or like, why is it still so like intricate or whatever it might be? And I think we, we continue to grow greater in depth with some of these things. And, you know, there's not a right way per se, or like a gold medal for prayer, like Mm. there might be for ice skating. Like there's certain (laughs) things that you look for when you evaluate ice skating and can give it a score. It's it's not the same way with prayer. It's just Mm. something relationally that we grow in depth with. Similar to like, how would you rate a conversation with someone? Mm. There's people who are good at conversation, but you know, similar to that. (laughs) I feel like you almost disproved your point there at the end. I don't know. Anyway, but you get my point. It's something we we continue to grow in. You're not going to master it overnight. And I think one of the last things that I would leave off with in this conversation is how important surrendering to the goodness and love of Jesus is as the motivator for these things, that we should want to be in his presence because he has won our hearts in love. Mm. It's not something we white-knuckle grip and force ourselves to do because we want to look a certain way to other people or even want to look a certain way to God, but it's something we do because he has wooed us and won us over in love. And my heart for myself and for any of you listening is that that would be the thing that motivates you. Yeah. Not obligation, not you know guilt, not shame, none of those things, but a genuine love and desire to know Jesus deeper mm-hmm. would be the thing which Maddie, 
Yeah. As we wrap up this series, what are we going to do next that might actually provide some space for that? I'm so excited. Um, we are going to spend some time the next few weeks leading up to Lent, or sorry, Easter, we're in Lent, uh, just talking through some of Jesus's different encounters in mm. the New Testament that we see, um, in the way that Jesus met people and yeah. how sweet and compelling of a human he was. And I think that those are the places in scripture that my heart just leaps that I get to follow Jesus. Yeah, because if the call is that we would become like Jesus, when we see how Jesus acted and interacted with people, that is the template. Mm -hmm. I've found myself often seeing those things and just going, oh, man, if I could treat people like that Mm. or encounter a moment like that with such peace, man, that's it. And so we're going to spend some time just exploring how Jesus interacted with people, sharing some of mine and Maddie's favorite stories Mm -hmm. as we get ready for Easter and celebrating just the goodness of what Jesus did through his life, Mm -hmm. death, resurrection, and ascension. Yeah. This is essentially the podcast version of the What Would Jesus Do plastic bracelets. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. We like to think we're a little cooler. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We might be just as cheesy. (laughs) Yeah, probably. All right, so we'll see you next week as we get into some of these stories about Jesus and why he's awesome.